Hello, and welcome to the After the Middle podcast, your weekly prescription for living and aging better in the second half of life. I'm your host, Dr. Liz Lehman, and today I want to talk about change. Not the change in general, but it's fall, the seasons are changing, a lot of things get stirred up. Go back to school. That easy breezy summer feeling is over. There's more traffic. Just everything is really in flux. And it got me thinking about the change that we go through in life. And I'm not talking again, the hormones, the menopause, all of that, but that's part of it. But what do you want to change in your life? And I'm thinking more purpose. Like what are your purpose driven goals? Where are you putting your attention to that? A lot of women, when they reach their middle of life, you know, things have changed in your life with your family, with your relationships, with your friends, with your children. I mean, up to this point, things really just sort of happen and it's full speed. It's really going quickly. You know, you go to high school, you go to college, or you start working, you fall in love, people get married, you start your job, you have children, you're taking care of the home, the husband, the family. Maybe that marriage didn't work out and then you're doing it again, but things have a progression. That first job maybe becomes another job, a promotion, a transfer. It's almost scripted, really. And we go with the flow. I mean, I know I did. I never gave one consideration to not going to college. I never questioned it. It's just what you did after high school. And frankly, I should not have. I was only 17, when I graduated high school, I was always young in my class and I think emotionally unprepared for all of that. I didn't take college very seriously. I had a really fun time and all of that fun led to a 1.5 GPA after my first semester and my parents coming down after receiving my report card because that was back in the day when your parents were aware of your grades because they were the ones paying the bills. Um, and for my 18th birthday, I got taken out to lunch and was told I was a big disappointment. It's all the tears, all the things. And I turned it around. Um, I will say it's pretty hard to bring up a 1.5 GPA, even with all the honor rolls and dean's lists that follow. But I say that to say it's not always in your best interest to go with what, air quotes here, you're supposed to do, right? Um, yeah, didn't serve me well. I would have been much better off working for a year um, and then going to college. But what can you do? live and learn, right? Um, I call them trial and lessons, not trial and error now. That was a lesson. Uh, But I didn't learn it until very recently because after college, I know some people start jobs. I got married at 21. 
And then the things followed, then the job, then the children, and changes in your job. And I know this from a lot of my friends and women I speak with, you reach that point when your children are fairly sufficient. And maybe that marriage or two has come and gone and it gets quiet and your mind starts going and you're like, what am I doing? What do I want to do with the next 20 years? What's your purpose? Is this career choice or path? Or maybe you gave up work to take care of your children and family, which is, by the way, the hardest job there is being a mother. Going into an office is easy compared to the job you have when you come home. Because trust me, we are still doing it all. We are still doing it all, ladies. Um, but where do you want to go from now? Where, where do you see yourself? And often, this sort of lack of purpose can lead to anxiety and depression. I mean, really, depression is not having a purpose. If you have that purpose, that sort of guide in life, you're motivated. And if it's something you love doing, and frankly, we have the opportunity to choose happiness and choose what we want. So why wouldn't it be something that fills your heart? I mean, you know, your purpose, it changes as you grow and evolve. And how crazy is it at 18 years old? You're supposed to decide on a major and stick with that plan for the next 40 years. Like my major changed five times in college. Um, and I graduated as a sociology major. Was I going to be a sociologist for the next 40 years? But, you know, we do have the ability to control our thoughts because our thoughts create feelings and feelings drive actions and those actions create our results. So you really can choose. You can choose to have your happiness be controlled by what you're thinking. And you can choose to be happy and not react to all the stress, the anger, the frustration, everything that a lack of purpose can bring. And sometimes it's hard to find that. It's hard to find that calling or that purpose. Um, it's not easy to start over. And it's a little scary and stepping into the uncomfortable because you're leaving all that you know behind. But honestly, if you're not a little uncomfortable in what you're doing every day, you're not challenging yourself and you're not growing and you get complacent and that complacency leads to boredom, really. But, you know, for me, people are like, oh, Liz, you, you know, you've done this and this. I didn't listen to all the signs that, was, that were telling me to get out of my job, telling me to pursue a passion and to step into that unknown. Again, I was just following the what I'm supposed to do path. And we get these notions based on these stories we tell ourselves and things that have happened to us and just all of our history 
gives us these thoughts that we're supposed to do us something. And you chose this, you stick with it. I challenge that notion. And I challenge you to choose your happiness and choose it now. Don't wait. Don't put off for tomorrow because, first of all, there are no guarantees of tomorrows. And secondly, why you deserve it. You deserve to be happy. You deserve joy in your life. You deserve that purpose and that calling. And it's there. It's there. You just have to look at the signs around you. Don't be like me because I chose to ignore those signs. So my brief story is working full-time as an anesthesiologist. I didn't like it. I know I've mentioned it a little bit before, but I would drive into work in the morning be like, I hate this job. I hate this job. And thinking that, and when I got there, I would visualize myself stepping into a protective energy bubble, zipping that suit up so none of the drama could bother me. And people would be like, oh, you're so calm. You're so calm. I'm like, little do you know, I'm just, it's just because I'm protected by my bubble. But it's not a good way to live. It's not a good way to live. And the universe was telling me to get out because I wasn't happy in my pursuits. I was looking for other things to bring me joy. And for me, that's, you know, activity and motion and yoga. And and I was overdoing it because I was in that go, go, go mode. I was oozing stress hormone cortisol. I was fight or flight all the time and checking the boxes and achieving and that will bring me happiness, which of course it didn't. It never does, as you know. Um, so I kept running and would sustain injury after injury, tore my hamstring, doing some yoga pose. Again, not listening because all the signs were there. Like I felt it, like I, I knew I was going to hurt myself, but I kept going and going and the universe literally had to sit me down on a frozen water bottle, feeling sorry for myself when a blog popped up on making candles and that lit something inside of me. And I thought that was interesting. And at 50, I started a kitchen experiment that turned into a business and now it's a multi six figure business. And I'm expanding and hiring employees and have these great ideas to build a candle-making community and do work, uh, work training for uh, women in uh, a woman's shelter to get them back on their feet and just to build a whole community around it of creatives and excitement and a place where you can give back. And that brings me much joy. And I know you can do the same. And I don't want you to have to wait for the injury. Because after that injury, and I had started the business, I still didn't listen. Like, how many times do you bang your head up against the wall before, like, the message hits you in the face? Clearly, I did not pick up on those subtle signs or not so subtle signs. So I went back to work as an anesthesiologist until my hands quit on me. I had to have surgery that went badly and left me disabled. And it was only until the universe said, 
Okay, you didn't get it, Liz, when I had to sit you down for four months. Let's try this again. We're going to take away the use of your hand, and maybe you'll get it now. But I want you to seize the opportunity before you lose a limb, please. Please tune into what's going on around you and just consider what you enjoy doing in your free time. You don't have to go into that job because almost 90% of people who change their careers report being much happier than what they were in their old job, in that secure job, in the what I know job. What lights you up? Make that into a business. And now your opportunities are oh my gosh, they're almost endless because you can work from home. Everything is a Zoom meeting. You can network and talk to people from all over the world from your bedroom. So it, it, it really does enable us to take that leap so much easier. And you can start with all different kinds of things like working from your home online in different fields in different places. Um, the Bureau of Labor says that women over the age of 55, they're the fastest growing age and gender category in the entire workforce. So by 2026, 3.6 million women, 55 and older, will be working. And they're happy because you're doing it for you, not because it's what you were told to do or what you think you're supposed to do or what society says you need to do, you're doing it because it gives you purpose, because it's good for your mental health, because you're challenging yourself, because it lights you up. Men actually are leaving the workforce by 3% at 55. Bye-bye, guys. You know, Julia Child chef and cookbook author extraordinaire. She didn't write her first cookbook until she was 50. I mean, I grew up watching those shows. Like how I and I don't even know how old she was when she quit doing her TV show. But if that isn't inspiring, she totally reinvented herself. She was in like a marketing and advertising and, and journalism writing up until age 50. So Julia Child can do it. And she didn't have the ability to Zoom. She didn't have social media. She didn't have all those networking tools. She actually had to sit down, probably pen or typewriter to paper and make a book and get it published. Let me give you three signs that it might be time for you to change your career. I mean, if you feel underpaid, overworked, and underappreciated, And I'll be honest, all my prior jobs, I certainly felt all of those things. Um, Another one is if you don't feel challenged. And I already mentioned that. You know, if you're not uncomfortable, if you're not stepping out of that zone, that you're you're not moving from your zone of comfort to your zone of excellence. Gay Hendricks writes about that in his big in his book, The Big Leap. So there's different zones we operate in. A zone of comfort is, you know, you're cruising along. It's all okay. It's complacency. It's what you know. 
your zone of excellence. Like you're doing it good. You're, you know, everybody thinks you're great, but it's that next zone, the zone of genius where you're on fire and you're putting out and manifesting all of this stuff to the universe and it's coming right back to you and it's filling you up. It's filling you up. The next is your calling. What do you feel called to do? Are you seeking something different? And you need to be available to find that calling, to find that purpose. And it's looking for you. You just have to be ready to receive those clues. And don't say, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Start with listening and and what you can maybe give away, whether it's your time, a service, uh, giving back to something you believe in, because you can make that a job. You can make money doing all that. You know, I don't know how many women who have become coaches later in life because you're sharing, you're giving of your experiences to help other women who are seeking and even younger women who haven't crossed that bridge to self-awareness yet because it takes time. I mean, right? Like, my God, we are so much wiser now than we were at 20. Sometimes I think, you know, if I'd had the body that I had when I was 20, that of course I didn't appreciate. And the wisdom and all the knowing that I have now, I mean, we could all rule the world, right? Collectively, we could rule the world. So you really can't escape who you are and your greatest gifts. They are within you. You just need to tap into it. And the more you get out of that zone of comfort, the more real you gets revealed. So you need to just go on in and let it find you. And you become a magnet for all of the possibilities. So think about what that resistance is that keeps you from doing it. Because you are worthy. That's a big thing. People think they're not worthy to receive all that not worthy of that money. I'm not worthy of being a thought leader. I'm not worthy of giving. Who am I? Who am I to do this? Who am I to receive this? That's coming from a a place of unworthiness and shame. But trust me, you are worthy and you deserve all of the goodness, everything. You've earned it and you deserve it. And I know you can do it. You just have to go all in and let it find you. And it's not too late. Because remember, you've got another 40 years. Shouldn't it be doing something that makes your heart sing? You should. Turn in that resignation letter now and find something that brings you joy. Because it's out there. All right, this is Dr. Liz. I hope this was a little moment of inspiration, a little nudge to tap in to find that calling, to find your purpose. And don't be afraid 
to chuck it all and change careers and do the thing that maybe you always wanted to do, but you didn't have that support or the knowing that you could do it, but you have it now. Leave me a review if you like this podcast, if it's resonating with you. Go to the website, um, drliz.com, drlizlayman.com. Sorry, giving you the wrong URL. And let me know what you think. You have a great week. Be well. And I hope you enjoyed your prescription. Talk to you soon. Bye.